We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, we have our Streamby co-founder, 2K coach, Frankie G. Que hola, sere. Que hola, hermano. Oye. Que pues. We, we got to get into the secret key to the playoffs. Has uh, secretly been my boy, Yimi, Caleb Martin. Caleb was fucking phenomenal. We have a couple things to get into today. Thank you to everybody who comes here on Twitch chat on twitch.tv slash Miami Heat Beat. Uh, if you're a pod listener, consider coming through. If you're a YouTube watcher, consider kind of coming through for streams. Follow us here on Twitch so you get a notification every time we go live. Or follow us on Twitter at MIA Heat Beat so that you can uh, see when we go live. We always tweet when we go live and all that good stuff. If you're not, Following my good man, Frankie. Frankie, where can people find your Twitter? You tweet bangers all day. Uh, thank you. It's uh, Frankie G underscore Frankie with a Y. There we go. So follow follow him and follow our great cast of MHP members and all that good stuff. Chat's right. Today's episode 420. We're lit today. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're, out, we're nine years in 10 days. 10 days is our nine-year anniversary of a podcast. So pretty, pretty exciting. Episode 420. You know we had to do it like this. A uh, couple couple things before we have some film. Frankie and I got some clips to talk about with you guys. Before we get into some clips, let's talk about some of the guys that we don't have clips for because we have some Jimmy, some Bam, all that good stuff. But let's talk about let's start with Caleb Martin, man, because he came back to the rotation. I think it was understandable why he stopped playing so much, and we're gonna get into all the specific matchup stuffs and all that good stuff because what a fucking huge monster win. For the Heat, we know the numbers. If Game Five winner goes on to win the series, eighty percent of the time, part of that is just because if you're the five seed, that means you're the you're the top seed. So, <laughs> but still, a lot like just bodes really well for the Heat. Miami just, I mean, be just fucking complaining all that stuff. But let's let's start with funny place to start with Caleb Martin. But that's that's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, Frankie, I thought it was justifiable that he lost the spot on the rotation. I thought he didn't look athletic enough, and I thought in a series it's do or die. You shorten the rotation and you play your guys, but man, he came in 
fucking phenomenal on defense. Uh, did a great job on Harden. Just just smart basketball player. Uh, deserves all the credit in the world for what he did. And he won't get fanfare. That That's why I kind of wanted to bring him up because he's kind of been one of the unsung heroes for the season. Uh, like if you watch this team closely, you know how much he brings to the table defensively in transition in the half court. Um, he he ha- brings a spark uh, and, and a, a lot of athleticism that the team doesn't really have. Uh, you're, you, you know, like when you compare them to other uh, contenders, they all have that um, guy, that that guy who can run out the gym, who is, can blow by people. They have, you know, Milwaukee has Giannis. Uh, and and Jalen Brown, like they, ha- there's a lot of really good athletes on other teams, and Bam is that kind of athlete. But uh, Jimmy's an okay athlete. He's not a super uh, like every time he goes up for a, an alley oop, we're like, oh shit, Jimmy got up there. Like it's a surprise. It's not really something we're expecting. Um, and they really haven't had that juice. Caleb brings that athleticism, that energy, that uh, feistiness and toughness defensively. He gets a lot of deflections. He can guard up. He can guard small. He fights through screens well. And, uh, you know, justifiably, he was out of the rotation just mostly because he hasn't looked right. It's when he's healthy, he is playing. Like, he got off that two-way contract because he was so vital to this uh, team, and he raised the ceiling of them. They are not as good a team without Caleb Martin as they are with him. He is just um, energetic, active. He has a, a burst getting to the rim. Um, but you know, he, it's that guard goddamn Achilles injury that, you, you know, zaps some of his explosiveness and, uh, and his effectiveness really. I mean, I, I always joke that, it, you know, they switch him with Cody when he looks bad. Uh, but it's really just <laughs> that fucking Achilles injury. He brings so much to the table for them that they can't really get from anyone else. I'm just laughing because we really just started. They took control of a series against maybe the the opponent the fan base hates the most. I think he fans, yeah. if you pull them, it's going to be Boston and it's going to be Philly as like most hated teams. And we really opened the show with Caleb Martin's impact off the bench. But he does bring an impact. Like there's so many games like where they look play. dead in the water and that, and you can just feel that they need a little bit of juice. Caleb played 11 minutes, but it's no, true, I know. Bro. Listen, it, he deserves it, credit. It's crazy. I would like if, if when we, when the season started, we heard they assigned Caleb Martin. We we're like, who the fuck is this guy? He's a scrub. No, like, we, we laughed. Guy, we laughed at the we laughed. like. This guy's not important. He is an important part of this team now, and he brings something to the table. Even if it, in short stints, he brings something to the table. And uh, defensively and transition, like he he has good f- uh, footwork. And if he gets caught, takes a bad angle, he hustles and and busts his ass, gets loose balls. Like that shit counts, and that shit that shit is crucial for the rest of this uh, postseason. Let's talk about the Duncan minutes because Duncan came back to much fanfare. Honestly, really happy that that arena that arena wanted that for him, which is a really yeah. cool thing to see. Um, uh, he gets a lot of hate on Twitter, which I think is unfair, and I think that building really was happy for him. That building wanted that first shot to go in. It was it was actually like pretty cool to experience. I thought. It was a little weird that they didn't run anything for him. He got his threes kind of in scramble and in transition. They didn't run a single DHO for him. And they yeah. just don't run a ton of that anymore. And I wonder if it's because the switching kind of spooked them out of it. Or they just figure, okay, if we just set a screen and Max takes one dribble and goes, and we'll talk about that later. 
um, that's just as effective and we don't need to do it anymore because we have more guys who can, who can dribble, but they just, and by, by I think Miami still leads the postseason and like DHO possessions. So it's not like they never run it, but it was just yeah. strange that they just didn't run anything for Duncan. I didn't think he looked bad. I just, I, I thought he was fine. I thought that he did his job, right? He kind of brings a guy with him. He moves off yeah. the ball. He screens, he does all the important stuff. He just didn't really have like a, like a tangible impact where I think, many fans kind of expected him to. And in reality, Frankie, he wasn't really needed. You know what I mean? Cause like they clearly were getting the shot making that they needed already. And he just kind of came in cause they probably had already planned to put him in. Uh, so uh, well, how did you feel about his, his minutes yesterday? Um, I thought it was, he was fine. Like you said, like he didn't, they didn't do anything for him. Um, I thought it was, I was, uh, I mentioned this on the timeline, but, um, when he came in and they, they got a technical, uh, uh, foul i think it was a three second or something i don't remember what it was but uh they had jimmy shoot i was like duncan should shoot that. yeah should have shot that see the ball go in once i don't even remember if jimmy made it chat you can correct me if i'm there wrong there was one of them where he missed i think it was the, i think it was the doc tech oh it was it was the it was a foul before the ball was inbounded that was the one he missed yeah he and he uh and he was the one who gets they get the pick who who shoots the ball i think i don't remember it was a there was like a technical or something and he I'm, he Pretty and, uh, sure he missed Jimmy the shot Doc it. one. I think the one where Doc. Yeah, got I think the, that's what it was. Where Doc got teed up for uh, for complaining about the no the non call on the Deadman yeah. and beat thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I, I so did, did you do you expect to see him again? How did you feel about that? I, I see the uh, Stugatz argument. Throw him in five minutes, see if he's got anything going, and then rest him. That's what they did with Mike Miller, though. Like, I don't think that's like out of Spo's character to do that. No. Like they would put no, Miller in. See, I think well, which which James is, Jones too. Yeah, which was the game that that uh oh it was game five against the Thunder, and I think Max missed uh Mike mix. Oh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> damn it. Uh Miller and his the last name's an M two. Uh Miller yeah. missed the first one, and Spo was gonna take him out, and Mac and Mike's like just leave me in. And then he hit like the next four or whatever. I don't know, whatever the the, the shout fight. out to Mike. He was at the game last shout night. Shout out to Mike. Yeah, shout out to Mike. That's lots of lifer right there. Anybody on that? Anybody on those teams is a lifer to me, man. Especially especially <laughs> Mike. Even though I called him Max three times, it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of the same energy. You know, shout those, out to Terrell Harris. Shout out to Terrell Harris. Remember that game against Atlanta? Oh, I'll never forget. Never forget that though. The Chris Bosh and the others. Those are always my favorites. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, with Duncan. You know. It, it's it's a luxury honestly to just have that extra shooting um he already won you one playoff game if he can you know and th- there will be a moment where they need a three and and he'll co- uh come in and he'll be guarded and either he uh has the shot you know makes it misses whatever or he uh can be run as a decoy and get get somebody else that open shot um but i i, I just really like having that luxury on the team and uh, I would like love to see him get get some uh, chances more more so uh, as the season goes on. Um, I liked him. I'm happy for him. That's that's some good shit for him. Uh, let's kind of move on to. And I love how we're just doing quick hitters on how we felt on everyone. Because I mean, I think you know we we kind of there's an established feel about this series now. I think Miami has found something with single coverage against Embiid. Uh, they're not sending. They're not switching Harden and beat pick and rolls anymore. And we're gonna get into some film in a second on on how they're defending that. But I think that's really kind of changed the series and those matchups. They've kept and credit to them. They've really kept the defense on Harden pretty airtight. 
Jimmy has spent more time on Maxi as a result of just not switching as well. Uh, and I just think that Jimmy has the foot speed and the length to kind of keep up and bother Maxi. I thought he missed a few easy ones yesterday that probably yeah. would have gotten him going. Miami dominating the rebounding battle kind of keeps them out of transition um, as well. You know, the Miami's offense is functioning, so less running for Philadelphia where I think Maxi just really gets going. All, all that stuff just in the aggregate. Um, kind of just and there I were think, a bunch of plays in transition where they just got out hustled. Uh, Philly got you know Miami would outrun them or would have send more guy more guys would run back and make it even numbers, and Philly couldn't convert and Miami did. Uh, on the and it would there was how many transition opportunities that uh, Philly not take advantage of and it would turn into an opportunity the other way or a max three or something like that. Uh, the one that particular I don't know if you have this clip but it was the two on two with uh, Maxi and Embiid. No, I don't in transition, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, that play that got shut down. They had a, a two-on-two, and they couldn't get anything out of it. He had a turnover. Maxi misses the layup, and and then it goes the other way. And I think it was a Maxi three, um, a Maxi, a uh, Max Struess three on the other end. Like that, that kind of thing. Just you know, you you can't have that. Those are the margins um, in the in the playoffs. They're they're so slim. I I keep pointing out that. That uh, 50-50 ball that it was Maxi and and Jimmy in in transition, uh, and Maxi got a, just gave up on it like not even like right by the half court line. Jimmy outworked them. They didn't they didn't want to fucking answer that punch to the face. They absolutely did not. So I am fond of what they've done. Uh, I like the the game plan. I think it's just generally worked, and I, I don't know what other card Stock Rivers has to play. Frankie mentioned the transition game. Miami forced Philadelphia into a lower transition offensive rating than their half court offensive rating. I believe it was 77 to 76, which is just abysmal. I mean, Miami just really stunted Philadelphia in general, which is just huge for them. I mean, their defense is what was always going to win games for them. They shot about their season average from three. So it's not like too crazy. I do believe that their shot quality was a little lower than normal. Um, and again, part of that is just Oladipo and Jimmy taking more threes. So the expected field goal percentage on those is not going to look good. Although Jimmy's shooting 37%. In the playoffs this season not that i want him to take a ton but you know it's looking it's looking good for jimmy especially just having that pull up in the kit i know that you have clamored for that all season you're just like bro just take them just have it just like be a threat don't be a ben simmons and you know when they count it happens um offenses look good you know without lowry at home <laughs> i should i should specify i mean at home they look good so tomorrow will be a big test to see how they look on the road but all in all man I think the game plan has been solid. I think Spo has coached a really wonderful series. I think credit to Doc as well. I know that Doc is going to get a lot of shit for the DeAndre thing, and, and he certainly should. But I don't really think there was a right answer there, although DeAndre was certainly the worst answer. <laughs> uh, we talked about on the other show the way that Doc would empty corners and run kind of seals for, for, for Embiid when Miami would front, and that was really effective. And I thought... That was just a legitimately good coaching move the way. And then Miami would counter and it was a fun coaching battle. Uh, you know, Doc's obviously not an idiot. He's just, you know, has his warts. So credit to him. We don't have a lot of time today. We have mixed bag tonight, by the way. Frankie's coming on mixed bag. Tiff, Brian M, Frankie G. It's going to be a fun episode of mixed bag. At Siobhan, nine. Don't forget Siobhan's Siobhan. on as well. Oh, shit. We got yeah. a whole fucking crew. 9 p.m. Eastern oh, yeah. time. About 30 minutes, so stay tuned after the podcast right here on twitch.tv slash Miami Heapy. It's also on the pod feed, so if you can't make it, it'll be on YouTube. It'll be on the pod feed, but there's nothing like doing it live. You can be interactive. It's a great interactive kind of game show type feel to it.
Frankie, let's get to let's get to some clips here. Uh, I'm pretty excited to get into this. So let's talk about what happened in the game. And uh, I think the <laughs> sorry, there's volume on some of these. I messed up. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, let's let's just talk. Listen, the most I think the coolest thing about this game was just how Miami was able to defend. So here is pretty. Where'd Frankie's camera go? Hold on, wait a second. I want Frankie. There he goes. There you are, Frankie. How you doing, man? There we go. I'm sorry. We're, listen, it's been a it's been a pretty tough All day. Right. At work for me. There we go. Your your aspirations fixed. All right, we're good. We're here. We're ready to break down some film. Um, this is a this is an interesting thing for me because Miami and Frankie jump in whenever whenever you want. Miami has switched every Embiid, Harden, or Embiid Maxi pick and roll this series, and it wasn't until late in Game Four where they stopped. And we talked about that last time and how that's kind of carried over. So I thought this was a good example. And that's why PJ Tucker has been on James Harden and Tyrese Maxey. Jimmy has been on him because you just want a little bit of size. You don't want like Gabe or Max to switch on to those guys. And those are just the natural pick and roll trigger men. So if we see here and beads coming to screen, he's going to give the ball to Harden who has PJ on him and beads coming to screen. That's normally a switch. That's an automatic switch for Miami and has been all series. But as you see, PJ is going to go under the screen. Bam's going to stay in a drop to keep Embiid from kind of seal off Embiid. And Frankie, the interesting part to me here is PJ is going to go under the screen. They're daring James Harden to shoot those jumpers. How did you feel about that in the moment? Harden left I love it, man. Because James Harden, he's in game four. Uh, a notorious playoff choker. Bang. His, you know, shooting like I don't want to play that series. foul game. And shooting with you know, you're give, going downtown. over the screen. You're going to consistently Harden give him the lane. You're going to have, you know, stroke. trust Oladipo, uh, PJ, Jimmy, whoever's guarding him to go to recover and get back in front of him and not foul. You know, James is great at, at, get, at using his body to trick uh, the referees into thinking there's more contact than there actually is. And you know you're you're I don't want to play that game that that gets Philadelphia into, into a good offense and it's a good defense. You get to set up your defense like that, uh, and you get James let let him see the ball go in the basket. Don't foul him. Make him make him hit shots. Make him hit shots. Don't let him live at the stripe, and and see what he Bang. can do. And uh, they they dared him consistently. But you know you know the saying: role players downtown. don't uh, play better at home Harden than they do on the road. Finally found I think his three-point stroke. Going to dare Harden to do anything Bang. that he did in shooting game four more three pointers in um, this series. This, the, and shooting the, with the, the going under the downtown. screen is fucking disrespectful. I mean, it's James fucking Harden, and he deserves the disrespect. Huh? He deserves. He deserves it. He deserves it. So that's a great adjustment by Miami's defense. You saw in that clip there, Finally they forced a brick. Um, and really, when four. you don't switch that, you don't give him beat an easy Bang. matchup. Shooting so normally you'd get PJ, and look what Philly does. Philly empties the corner. On that left corner, there's nobody there. So if Embiid is fronting P.J. Tucker, there is no help to come from that strong side corner. Any help that comes is farther away. It gives Embiid more time to set up shop, and it gives Embiid truly. It's just max between him and the basket, and that's that's Great a win for Philly. But, downtown. no, look, Bam immediately boxes out Embiid out there. You know, you have... Three white shirts in the paint, Toby ready to get a rebound. Uh, that's exactly what you want to see. And credit to Eric Spolster for that huge adjustment. Let's go to maybe, I think, the, the our favorite play of the game. 
Look at Bam, one-on-one -on -one with Embiid, nowhere to go. Let's take a look at all the people in the paint. You got Jimmy waiting to dig on the drive. You have Gabe Vincent there. You have P.J. Tucker just totally cheating off the corner man, waiting for Embiid. They're loading up in the paint and nowhere for Embiid to go. Really, Bam's harassing him. Max is coming in. Look, Jimmy's ready to come in. Just nowhere to go. And Bam gets a great block. Forced the turnover. What more can you want? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, um, yeah, PJ, PJ was in the dunker spot because uh, was by the dunker spot because that's where Harden was. Uh, but yeah, besides that, absolutely great. Harden blended into uh, the, to the background. <laughs> yeah, you just faded I th I to thought, the side. I thought, I thought it <laughs> No, he um, defensively there. This is why I say weak side movement is so important because look at when when Joel gets the ball. Obviously, there's not a lot of time left to to run some good offense, but. Um, he catches the ball with seven seconds left. There's enough time for them to do something. Everybody's standing around. He's ISOing. All five white jerseys have an eye on Joel. And like you said, Jimmy's ready to help. PJ's ready to step up. Max is ready. Gabe's ready. They're all ready on a string, ready to, to react. Bam does a great job containing. Jimmy's dig definitely helps him pick up the dribble, not get anything easy going to the basket. Um, but Big time. just fantastic defense all night. Uh, and the last game and a half by Bam taking the responsibility to guard uh, Embiid by himself on an island. And he's just been sensational. I, I know, shout out to Embiid. He's he's hurt, playing no. through a lot of injuries. He's not, it's not because he's sad. <laughs> it's because he didn't get the MVP, as the national media will tell you. Bam's just done a fantastic fucking job on it. I want to talk about that for a second because to me, that is one of the most, the whole conversation on Embiid today is absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's the whole thing he commented that he made yesterday was if I, if I don't play, I'm soft. And if I play bad hurt, uh, then, I, then, then I'm not good enough. And that is the biggest trauma I've ever heard because Jimmy missed a game with the knee. No one's calling Jimmy soft. Devin Booker missed how many games? Like three games, three or four games with the hamstring. Nobody called Devin Booker soft. Chris Middleton is out for what looks like the whole second round and maybe part of the next round. Nobody called Chris Middleton soft. Robert Williams missed the first round of the playoffs, pretty much. He's out tonight too. He's out tonight. Nobody called nobody called Robert Williams soft because of the knee inflammation. You know, you have a fucking orbital fracture in your face, dude. Nobody's gonna think you're soft. Like that is. A straw man constructed because the narrative flipped because Miami's defense has been so good and you have 
what was could have should have been maybe the defensive player of the year defending you. That's not you know what I mean? And Embiid shot over 50% from the field, so it's not like Embiid was trash. A lot of it's Miami yeah. ball denial. It's Miami encouraging shots that they want by going under on hardened screens, by loading up in the paint, by doing stuff like that. I thought Embiid did a lot of damage on Deadman. So you saw the difference between when Deadman was guarding him. And I thought Deadman, I thought Mechanic did an admirable job. I thought he, Embiid had to work for everything. Embiid hit a couple tough jumpers. Embiid was finishing through contact. I thought Mechanic gave him good physical minutes that you want to be. And I even thought then it was, you know, Embiid played well. So the idea that, because, but that wasn't the narrative a day ago. It was, oh my God, look at him. Oh, and he didn't warrior. win MVP. Yeah, Warrior. And when he didn't win MVP, it was, oh, he's going to play so mad. You're going to see, oh, you upset him. Oh, Sixers and six. So then all of a sudden you lose the game because you were frankly embarrassed. And then the narrative shifts. So if it's, you know, Embiid has been a guy to make excuses his whole career. He was even saying before the MVP race was con- even voted on, he says, if I don't win, it's because y'all don't like me. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it's, that's fair. It's stuff like, that's it's fair. like, fuck it, bro. It's like, what is that, bro? You're a grown yeah. ass man. Uh, but I, I'm mostly bl- pinning that on the media because he kind of, they gave him that narrative. Like in the middle of the game, uh, Charles Bar- Barkley is fucking saying he's he's sad. He, it's it's getting into his head and like and somebody's got to get him. That out man's of that. never like, looked happy on a basketball court. Yeah, except like, except when he's fucking dancing with the cheerleaders because they win a game. He's like yeah. he's just a front runner. I'm just sick of him, man. I don't like him. He's unlikable. <laughs> he's like so unlikable, bozos. huh? Bozos, bozos, all of them. He's a fucking bozo. So yeah, I don't know. I just that was annoying me. So let's get, let's get back to the film. Uh, this is a possession that I really liked here. So Harden, you know, Philly's going to get into a double drag, which is basically just two ball screens in transition. So Embiid's going to, and you see Embiid at the top here. Embiid's going to come down. He's going to set that second screen. PJ's on the ball here, and they're going to start switching stuff. So Gabe Vincent is Danny Green's man. You know, he's going to come. Boom. That Danny Green screen comes, and that's a switch for Miami. Um, not sure how much I like them switching that, but, you know, it is. And I thought Gabe does a good job. Uh, Embiid kind of slips. Arden kind of fakes it. Gabe's on him one-on-one. Again, let's look at the paint. Jimmy right there in the paint. Bam, in the paint. Max ready to stunt. PJ ready to stunt. PJ's not even guarding his man. His man's Danny Green. Danny Green's in the corner. Maxie's Jimmy's man. Jimmy's like, I don't give a fuck. And all eyes on Harden. Harden's just dancing. Look at that. Defense set. Everyone has their feet set. No one's on their heels. Everyone's ready to go. And Gabe forces the step back. And those cool shots that were going in the other day aren't going in. And that's just an example of, you know, Miami being very aware. I think, Frankie, that's not an easy thing to do because Miami's switching some stuff but not other stuff. And on certain actions, they're switching stuff and not other stuff. The amount of IQ that it needs for players to kind of process all that in real game time. There were a couple of situations where... They had to emergency switch because of mistake, and they were able to recover. And yeah, a, a great defense is never going to be mistake-free. A great defense is going to be able to work with the board that they're given, and they're going to make plays. And I thought that this is a team possession. You know, everyone is in their spot, ready to go. If Harden were to pass to one of these guys, they would have enough time to close out and recover because of the difficulty of the pass. It's not out of penetration, and nobody's doing it out of rotation. 
If Harden, yeah. I mean, if look at look at the pass. If he passes, that's not an easy angle to Tobias in the corner because Max is shooting that gap. It's not an easy pass to Maxi because the, look at PJ. PJ's in the way of that pass, and Jimmy's in the other way. And if that pass does get to him, Jimmy's going to be able to get there. Danny Green's not in a in a window to be passed to. You know, and, and even if it beats screens and Danny cuts, like that's a lot of movement and that's a lot of time that you're eating. There's 15 on the clock. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Great possession by Miami. That's team defense. Um, well, uh, I, w- I just want to note here I, that I think that kind of possession, you want to switch that early screen in transit in like secondary transition right here. Because if you don't, you you know, James got an angle going to a strong side. Uh, and he might have a lane to the bucket. So that's just about containment. Uh, that's probably why they, they choose to do so. Um, and then, like you said, you know, it's easy for for PJ to step up because they, they've been seeing how much they've been sending two to the corner. And in the same corner, Jimmy can guard Danny Green and Maxi. They can pass the ball all they want to each other. It'll give you, it'll give PJ time to recover and, and help on somebody. Uh, so they really have no options. It's all about James you know, doing his thing and Gabe being disciplined. First of all, Gabe needs to be disciplined there. They've done a really good job as a series, this whole series and this whole playoffs. Cause Trey, Trey is a foul baiter too, of just staying disciplined, not reaching, not gambling, not jumping and playing with these guys that like to uh, initiate contact and get the, get the whistle going. Um, and Gabe's been, done a fantastic job on the ball. Look at, look at his feet set contest to the strong side without, getting close enough to the body where James can throw a bow, uh, a bow there and, and pretend he got hit. So let's go through a couple of the last plays we have real quick here. Um, I have this one labeled drop killer because Frankie, <laughs> if you watch the weird off pregame show, Frankie, Kenny and I hold it down 30 minutes before every game that's live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Miami heat beat Frankie. A lot of times my key to the game is attack the drop. It's Miami's yeah. best offense. Most of the time, and I thought this was a great example of it as Embiid flops into the fucking fifth row. Um, but what we have here is Bam's going to cut. PJ's going to screen. I'm sorry. Bam's going to screen here. Did I have the right play? Yeah. Okay. Max is going to come off the Jimmy, the, the Jimmy action. Max going to curl. No handoff. That's typically a dribble handoff from Miami and they don't run it, which again, that's kind of like the thing that I'm t- talking about lately. And Bam's going to come screen here for Max. Look at Embiid. Embiid's up on the screen. Embiid's not DeAndre Jordan levels of dropped, but Embiid's pretty high up. But Embiid's still not going to step up and contest. Mac gets around. Maxi has just no resistance on that at all. And he's just, look at that. Look at the amount of space. Embiid is at the, Embiid's heels at the free throw line. You know, I know he has long arms, but Max gets that shot up before the contest comes out. And that's cash money. And that's really just Miami's offense in a nutshell. You're able to kind of leverage your shooting. Um, and, and that's a great off-ball screen by Jimmy um, as well, kind of getting Max in motion, getting the defense training. Look at Maxi behind the play the whole time. And then again, after the BAM screen, just totally dot. Look how Maxi's just behind the screen as Max comes to set, which means that Embiid has to, to step up. And Bam already go driving for offensive rebound position in case he misses. That's just typical Miami Heat basketball. Effective, easy. Um, you love it. Yeah, and great execution uh, by them. The key is the Bam moving screen that they don't call there to clear out the angle. That, that's the Draymond Green special. 
Oh yeah, no, but it starts with Udonis. Give give him credit yeah, yeah, yeah. for the the, UD, the, UD. the the originator. Kyle does uh, a lot too. Yeah, Kyle definitely does that a lot. But you see him leaning to the left, wipes out that screen. And cool. if they run that earlier in the clock, you know you you get you get Joel to commit. You got Bam streaking inside for a dunk. So like it's just good action. And and you know Duncan obviously had a lot of chemistry on the DHOs and the hand and the the screen with Bam and and Max is more of a getting ball getting the ball to him. Max. Yeah, but Max is uh, more of a. Th- I, th- I feel like Max is more of a threat because he also has the threat of the drive. He can get to the cup in two two dribbles. He's getting that pass too when that second man steps up. He's getting really good at, at that slip pass when Bam yeah. kind of going to the basket. So let let's yeah. get to our last play here, um, and this is just something that I've talked about a ton. Uh, whether it's Jimmy screening or Jimmy attacking smaller guys, it is Miami's one of the most effective things that Miami can do in the half court. And if there's a guy to be, you know, Frankie, I say a lot guards that hunt aren't as scary as wings that can hunt because wings that can hunt beat you with size and strength and guards have to do a lot more work to really beat kind of that kind of hunt. So let's, let's watch Jimmy here. Miami kind of get out and run. In, in semi-transition, which I thought was another big part of the game, kind of Miami juicing their offense a little that way, kind of speeding it up, kind of, and, and getting these guys tired. Um, a lot of things happen here, and this is, Miami triggers their offense with 19 on the shot clock. Frankie, we've talked about this a ton. That is so huge for them, because before, th- there would be four more seconds until any action starts. And I, I wanted to highlight this play, because it's something we've talked about a lot, and I wanted the film to show it. Look how many cracks at the apple Bites at the apple, Miami gets here. Deadman's going to catch the ball here. He's going to look to drive nothing. Wild pass. Max is kind of going to curl, kind of see if he can get anything. 12 on the clock. There's still time for something to happen, which I think is huge. Jimmy has the ball up top. They reset. Now Max is going to screen. Oh, boy. It's Tyrese Maxey switched on to him in a drop. Look at that. Mm. Get some easy spin move, no resistance, and be just nowhere on the help that's what you love to see look at that again let's look maxi's gonna come up you get him on the switch max does a good job screening and bead can't even get in the play because jimmy spins away from him and that's that's too small that's easy money frankie you can't beat that that's how they got to the finals off plays like that yeah no and, and i think the adjustment for for philly that next game if if uh especially if if the screen is that low if it's not a high screen with getting Maxime involved, uh, you try to have him show a little bit higher because you give Jimmy that one extra step to gr- create the angle he wants to force Maxi to react and play off of Jimmy instead of J- uh, Maxi setting the tone. So I, I expect to see that j- kind of adjustment from them. Um, normally, you see that on the higher screens. Like you've you've talked a lot about how here how they've gone back to hero uh, hedging and showing on screens when they try to get him involved in, in pick and roll. On defense, uh, but I expect Philly to, to counter with that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's so fucking crucial for the Miami Heat offense to run their off to get into their sets early, because as we saw last year, when you get into their sets it, with 14 seconds left, you're and they it's blow out the first time. action. You don't have time for the second and third. You only got time for the second, and then most of the time that's ending with a contested shot. With less than five seconds. Seconds are so valuable, especially for a team without like a Kevin Durant 
or you know what I mean? Like yeah. a guy who could just manufacture. Somebody can get a shot. Yeah, you know what I mean? They don't have that. And I think Jimmy's the closest thing to that, but Jimmy needs to work, right? Jimmy needs to kind of set his own plate. So credit to them. Like we said, they, they that last action started with 11 on the shot clock. That's just enough for them to get something out of it. So just good stuff all around from the Heat. I don't really know what the counter is from Rivers. I think the one thing that they can do is have Harden trigger a little earlier while Miami's kind of fronting or doing their little Embiid defense. They can have Harden go a little earlier. I don't think Philly has done a good job uh, the last two games, especially two and a half games, really, of forcing Miami rotations. It's a lot of Harden ISOing and then stepping back. It's not a lot of kind of getting into the paint, forcing that corner man to come in and kind of force that. That's where Miami's defense can sometimes be a little bit exposed but they need that downhill juice. Miami's doing a good job of building a wall in Harden. We've talked about that a ton. But I do think yeah. that the one thing they could do is while Miami's kind of more occupied with sending help at Embiid, Harden can kind of go a little quicker, kind of do some fakes, some decoys. I thought in game three, they did some of that with kind of Danny Green emptying the corner, but then coming back to it. Um, so little things like that they could do. But really, I think that, Frankie, we kind of know what both teams got. And I think Miami for the last two games has looked like the better team. Now, if the Heat go into Philadelphia and can't buy in three again, you know, that's going to be a really tough time for them. But, you know, you got to hope that their that they're threes fall. But, yeah, any last words kind of going into a possible game six closeout if you're the Heat? Um, I think I think the to solve the fronting, you know, Joel's got to do a better job sealing Bam there. And they got to look to reverse the ball and, and try there. I would try try to move Harden on the other side instead of make, being the one who's making the fronting pa uh, pass over the front. Do so you think it should be Maxi? Uh, so, yeah, put Maxi mm. there. Then then you reverse the ball, and and now you have Harden. If he needs to take more space, you know he can shoot from side. there from yeah. deep. And then you can just go there. He can if uh, Joel seals. You know Harden can rifle that in. If the weak side guy skips over too much, he's got the pass to the corner. Uh, but you know, Miami's aware of all these, this, I'm sure they're going to do their best to execute. It's all about execution at this point. Everyone, you know, both teams know each other already. There's, there's going to be minor adjustments here and there with the lineups with tinkering, but for the most part as a whole, these teams are who they are. They know each other and now it's all about execution. So we'll see, won. we'll see what, we'll see what doc got cooking up game six. Shout out to uh, what's the guy's name? He ain't cooking. Is it cooking Robert? up nothing. Is it Robert? What's the guy's name? Yeah, it's Robert. Yeah, shout out to Robert cooking up nothing. Uh, he truly a Heat Heat fan legend. Uh, lately, I will not be going to Philadelphia tomorrow to uh, to Sage the Arena. Uh, Christian really tried to get me, but uh, I I got jobs. <laughs> I go I go to my boss. I go, hey man, how would you feel if I uh, just didn't come to work tomorrow? He's like, but you're not coming over to work Friday too. I go, yeah, yeah, and he's like, well, no. <laughs> We need you. I can't find him. I can't. I was like, okay. So no, no I sage work, in Philly. I work from Philly. Hopefully he'll, he'll make it. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, it's just, man, exciting, exciting to play these games that matter. Hopefully next time we talk, we'll be previewing the Eastern conference finals. Frank and I will be with you tomorrow. Pre-game though, for weird off pregame show or the where's off pregame show at this point. Uh, yeah. Tune in live 30 minutes before the game. Kenny, Frankie, and I will get you covered. And then, of course, Hangover Time. We have a couple fun surprises if they close this out tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Uh, episode 420, y'all. Get lit, baby. Mixed bag. Mixed bag. Up, 10 minutes right here on Twitch. Don't go anywhere. 9 p.m. Yes, Eastern time. Minutos. Let's go, baby. 420.